For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. B-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. Hurts, eating, first down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. All right, Bird fans, this is Connor from Eagles Unfiltered here, and we have a surprise for you. We have agreed to a sponsorship with Manscaped, and that comes with a promo code that you can benefit from. Enough letting your long cocks hide behind that Sumalo bush. Take care of your Dickerson and protect it from sweat by using promo code GOBIRDS for 20% off your order plus free shipping on Manscaped.com. That's 20% off your order plus free shipping on all Manscaped products by using promo code GOBIRDS. That's capitalized everything. G-O-B-I-R-D-S. No spaces at all. GOBIRDS. Slay your lady with a clean balls act and enjoy Manscaped's miles of products through Eagles Unfiltered sponsorship. A deal so good, it hurts. Again, head to manscaped.com and say GOBIRDS for 20% off plus free shipping. Your balls will thank you. All right, everybody. How you doing? Ed Kratz here, your host of uh, Eagles Unfiltered, joined by my colleague, John McMullen. We're with SI.com. Eagle Maven, you can find us at EagleMaven.com or at SI.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. We're here at the NovaCare Complex. You can see the Eagles uh, wings behind us. Um, we just watched a little bit of practice. And, uh, John, what did, what did we see? We saw Lane Johnson. Right? He's back. He's back. Tyree Jackson is back. Yes. Kayvon Wallace is back. Now, when I say back, those guys have, are still on injured reserve, but the Eagles have kick-started that 21-day practice window. And that can mean a lot of things. That can mean you won't see him for three weeks, but it could mean you see him Sunday in Las Vegas. There's no reason why those two players could play if they prove themselves ready. And then Lane Johnson looks like... We don't know. Nick Sirianni mentioned he's limited today. He's not going to be a full go at practice. But just watching individual drills, it looks like they're planning for Lane Johnson to play, to be honest. Yeah, Lane missed those three games due to mental health reasons. We know that now. He tweeted that out on Monday. Um, a little bit surprising, you know, considering his good friend Brandon Brooks has struggled with anxiety uh, for a number of years now. And, and now Lane seems to be having some of those effects, too. I don't think Lane's going to talk this week. I'm not sure of that. But it's Wednesday right now, and he's not going to talk today. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to talk Thursday or Friday either. Um, so we may not hear from Lane until next week. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be limited uh, this week, or at least today he was from Sirianni. And um, that, of course, means Andre Dillard goes back to the bench, right? Cause yeah, Jordan, Jordan Milata yeah. back to left tackle. Andre Dillard would be on the bench. Again, that's if Lane Johnson 
starts, but he was in individual drills at his typical right tackle position. Now, obviously, that's not team drills, so it could be a little bit different, but it would seem to me if you thought Jordan Mailata was going to stay at right tackle, you'd want to keep him at right tackle. Yes. Uh, certainly, you would want Andre Dillard to get the reps. So, at least early in the week, the plan looks to me like Lane Johnson is going to be back at right tackle, Jordan Mailata at left tackle, and that's that's the group that should be out there if they're healthy and ready to go. Who we didn't see today at practice, of course, is Zach Ertz, the tight end. The last time we spoke was, I mean, we've had kind of this mini buy here, John. The team had yeah. it. Uh, I did my self evaluations over the weekend and um, didn't, you know, don't. I did my self evaluations. Yeah. And let me just say it was tough to get up this morning. <laughs> but I'm here. I get it. Yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, so listen, Zach Ertz isn't here. Got traded Friday. Eagles got Tay Gowan. Um, and uh, I didn't get a look at his number. We were handed new rosters, but I didn't uh, look for no, Tay that's Gowan. That's a good point. I didn't see Tay out there. Yeah. I do have my tricky roster, yeah. so I'll let you two. All right, yeah, so Tay Gowan's the newcomer. They got the fifth-round pick in the 2022 draft. The Eagles now have 10 draft picks in the spring, um, possibly three first-rounders. But we're right now we're in the here and now. Eagles are sitting at two and four, coming off that loss to Tampa Bay, twenty-eight to twenty-two, and they go to Las Vegas to play the Raiders, who are four and two. Uh, but they have a new head coach, an interim head coach, and Rich Bisacci, a guy I'd never really heard of, to be honest, John. I don't know if you did before he ended up taking over for John Gruden, who resigned uh, last week. Uh, Bisacci, yeah, so yeah. Tay Gowan is number thirty-six. Okay. We'll get that bookkeeping out of the way, but. Yeah, I mean, he's been around for a while. He's a special teams guy, special teams coordinator. You've seen this across the league. I uh, was with the Cowboys, as a matter of fact, for a pretty lengthy period. Uh, you've seen this around the league when you've needed an interim coach. I know it happens uh, with the Rams uh, back in the day with, with Jim Fossil. Or is it John Fossil? I always get him mixed up. Is uh, the the old uh, Giants coach and his son yeah. uh, is the special teams coordinator. Um, so it's happened before, and and the thought process is the special teams coach is the only other coach that works with the entire team, uh, and I think that was the Raiders' mentality. Because remember, they've Gus Bradley as their defensive coordinator, former head coach in this league. Yeah. So. That could have been a natural way, but they wanted to to go that special teams route. And look, they handled it well in their first test. We'll see if that was a motion. We'll see if they can keep it going. Yeah, you got to give the Raiders credit. They they really blew out somebody. I can't remember who, but uh, they put up over thirty points uh, this last week out. Uh, I guess I think it was against the Broncos. Actually, they really yeah. blew out the Broncos. And the Eagles are going to see the Broncos in a few weeks, but now they're going to see the Raiders. And you'll see if that was an emotional. Uh, you know, high that they were riding for their new uh, interim head coach, or uh, if the Raiders are really putting it together here. I mean, they've got some good weapons on that side of the ball, on the offensive side of the ball, I should say. With, I guess it starts with the quarterback Derek Carr, uh, and then you have the receiver uh, Henry Ruggs uh, out of Alabama. Uh, we talked to Jalen Hurts a little bit about him. I guess their ex-teammate, yeah, yeah ex-teammate, still keep in touch, still friends. But he was. I think at one point in this season, I haven't checked lately, but um, he was second in the league in yards per catch behind Quez Watkins, averaging over 20 uh, yards per catch. Watkins and Ruggs were the only two in the NFL to be over 20 yards per catch. I'm not sure where he sits now, but listen, this is a guy with 
speed, uh, can beat you deep, and the Eagles are going to have to be aware of him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Eagles handle it, because if you go back to Kansas City, for instance, who had a great tight end in Travis Kelsey, and obviously Tyreek Hill, they took Travis Kelsey out of the game, but they got gashed by Tyreek Hill again and again. This week, you have Henry Ruggs, you have Darren Waller, who's one of the best uh, pass-catching tight ends. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they ship, uh, maybe try to take Waller out of the game, vice versa, maybe try to limit the big plays, which has been probably the one template of Jonathan Gannett's defense. It seems to be limit big plays. Raiders also have a great running back, so... Yeah, Josh Eagles Jacobs. don't. Yeah, Eagles don't know what that is. Eagles fans, because they don't use the running backs. But <laughs> the Raiders have one of the best, and, and Josh Jacobs, as you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, you know a multi pronged attack by the Raiders here. And um, you know, Darren Waller, I was looking at it. He was a sixth round pick of Baltimore. I remember of Baltimore. The the Ravens were here when he was a rookie for joint practices. As a six-round pick out of Georgia Tech when he was a wide receiver, sort of a king-sized wide receiver, and he just beat them like a drum on that practice. 50-50 balls, dominating. You can see right there, this kid can play. It took a while to transition uh, to tight end, but he's one of the best in football right now. And, you know, I bring that up for, for a good reason, Ed. Uh, returning, as we mentioned, Tyree Jackson. Yeah. So if you can sort of project down the road um six foot seven you know tyree stands out every time you, you see him we saw him throughout training camp was making play after play after play even on the play he got hurt he made a great play right. uh, yeah jumping up reaching up to catch the ball uh remember at six foot seven he's he's got a lot of length and he used every bit of it to catch that football and landed flat on his back and yeah. injured himself the Eagles are really excited for Tyree Jackson. Yeah, Howie Roseman mentioned him a couple times yeah. after they traded Zach Ertz about how they want to see how he does in games. And, you know, to be honest, he could be close to playing. He may even play Sunday, especially when you consider that, you know, Dallas Goddard, there's all this talk about Dallas Goddard stepping up. But Dallas still Goddard, on the COVID list. Right, he's still on the COVID list. He hasn't been activated yet. And here we are Wednesday. Now, I, I you know, I think he will, but he wasn't at practice today, which indicates he probably hasn't passed his – uh, his uh, back to he needs a positive or a negative COVID test within a 24 hour span in order to return. And I would think that they would want him out on the practice field if he had passed those tests. So um, you wonder where his uh, availability is going to be for Sunday. If you don't have him, you're going to have Jack Stoll and you're going to have Noah Tog Togiahi. And Richard Rogers is back. And Richard Rogers is back. Yes. Eagles just signed him to the practice squad. So, you know, we could see Rich Rod out there again this weekend if Dallas can't find a way to pass these tests. Um, obviously a concern. Uh, you want all weapons on deck against the Raiders team that can score points. I think they average about 24 of them. The Eagles are close at 22-something. But, um, you know, against the team on the road, you want to have all your weapons available. Yeah, and it's interesting. Richard Rodgers seemingly had finally moved on from the Eagles, signed with the Arizona practice squad. And voila, shows you how everything comes together in life. The Cardinals trade for Zach Ertz. They say, we don't need Richard Rodgers anymore. They say, let's let's get rid of Ri Richard Rodgers. He's back with the Eagles for the 57th time. Yeah. Well, I think it's Casey Tucker that is gone for the 57th yeah. time. He was the one they released 
from the practice squad in order to make room for Rodgers on that practice squad. So, you know, we'll see how that whole tight end situation plays out. Of course, it is only Wednesday. Um, and I want to, you know, as far as the Raiders go defensively, they've got this defensive end, Max Crosby, who, and he's another late round pick, a fourth rounder, I think, out of Eastern Michigan, uh, 6'5", real big guy, three sacks last week. He's got five on the season. Whoever the Eagles have playing at tackle, whether it's Lane at the right, Jordan on the left, or Jordan on the right, and Dillard on the left, it, Crosby's going to be a handful. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, if you go back to, I think it was Mike Mayock's first pick and really John Gruden's first pick as well with the Raiders, they took uh, Cleveland Farrell at number four overall. Yeah. Hasn't worked out for him, but Max Crosby, you get in the fourth round, he has worked out for him. They also brought in Yannick Ndokwe. He's got that big reputation as being a pass rusher. But it's not Ndokwe. It's not Farrell doing it for him. It's Max Crosby. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because Howie and Eagles fans, you're certainly familiar with these first-round picks that don't pan out. But later in the draft, you find someone that does. Andre Dillard, who, you know, played pretty well, we have to say, in those four games that he started. Uh, but Jordan Mulata is the left tackle of the future. He came in the seventh round the same year the Eagles took Dillard. And, you know, we've seen situations like that. Uh, you know, you can go back to Jason Kelsey in 2011 when they took Danny Watkins in the first round. He washed out, but Jason Kelsey was taken in the sixth round. And, you know, he's a potential Hall of Famer. So it's weird how these drafts work out. I mentioned earlier the Eagles have 12 – or, I'm sorry, 10 picks in next – Springs draft, which, you know, start paying attention to these college football games on Saturday because, you know, chances are you're going to find someone Eagles are going to take in the spring, I would guess. And we're going to be talking about that in coming weeks. What is today? October 20th, Ed. Yes, so 1020. I believe the trade deadline is November 2nd. Correct. So it is. Yeah. Obviously, the Eagles have already traded Zach Ertz. You know, these next two games are going to be important to say, should the Eagles be sellers, if you're using a baseball term or something of that nature? Should they try to get something for Steven Nelson, who's playing well, for instance, but he's on a one-year deal, while, you know, sort of a Band-Aid player. If you can spin him off to yeah. a to a contender that needs a corner. Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay. A lot of them do. A lot of injuries a corner around this league. Uh, maybe it makes some sense. And then you know, the more obvious ones, Derek Barnett, probably not going to be here next year. So do you try to get what you can get when you can get it? Yeah. And it's going to be interesting. And people talk about compensatory picks. That's not an issue this year because the Eagles, for the first time in a long time, when they do get the free agency, they're going to sign more people than leave. Yeah. And compensatory picks are about if you lose more than you sign. The Eagles have been in that mode forever because they won the Super Bowl. They kept saying, okay, let's try to make a run again. Let's try to make a run again. No more. They're going to be active on free agency. So don't worry about those compensatory picks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I throw Darius Slay in there as a possible trade. I know he's got the big contract, but he he's a huge hit on the salary cap these next two years for the Eagles. But, uh, you know, he could be moved. And you have the two rookie cornerbacks now and Zach McPherson and Tay Gowan, who they just acquired, that you could sort of work in to start Don't getting forget some Mac McCain. Game. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I see him every week on the uh, inactive list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say I'd put McPherson and um, and Gowan. And the Eagles like Gowan. Uh, Howie talked about that. They really talked a lot 
to him a lot in the pre-draft process. He was an opt-out guy uh, last year at whatever college he went to. I can't remember now, but um, uh, Central Florida, Central Flats at UCF. Yeah, so you know, so, you know, something to keep an eye on is that cornerback spot, just b- because the Eagles have two rookies that they feel like, okay, let's start getting some playing time for these guys. Uh, all right, so here it is. It's only Wednesday, but you know. We'll talk about our prediction, I guess, going in if you want to, John. I mean, we reserve the right to change these when John publishes his uh, his uh, semi-preview here when we do our predictions. Uh, but right now, Wednesday, who do you like? Hmm. Yeah, I think the Raiders have more talent. i I got to lean towards the team with more talent being at home. The one knuckleball to that is obviously the John Gruden situation, which the Raiders handled very well week one. But that might be that spike, and they say, we'll show, we'll show. Then then the enormity of the situation kind of um, festers in, for lack of a better term. I think that's the Eagles' only chance. I think the Raiders are a better football team. Yeah, I agree with you there. The roster's better. It's a little bit more complete at this point. But uh, the Eagles have played well on the road this year. Both their wins, obviously, have come on the road in Charlotte against the Panthers and in Atlanta against the Falcons are 0-3 at home. So, you know, I wouldn't take too much in the, the fact that the Raiders are home. Uh, I think the Eagles will feel okay being on the road. A little, Maybe a little less pressure playing in front of the fan base that's been pretty harsh on them in their home games. Good so, point. Yeah, so maybe that works in their favor. And coming out of this little mini buy, maybe they've made the proper adjustments. I'm going to kind of bank on that. And I, and I think the Eagles can find a way – uh, to win this game, maybe wow. something like 27 to 23, and and I and I think that emotional spike that they got when they lost Gruden and elevated brought, uh, uh, the new Versace. head coach yeah. I, I think that could. I mean, it's typical Raiders, right? You know, you play real well, and then you then you have that crash landing. That's true. And That's I, and, true. and I think that could happen this week. So I'll go with the Eagles. Why not? And you're going with the Raiders. I'm going with the Raiders. 24. 20. But right. I think it's a one score. Yeah, and so we can change one. our opinions. Yes. We, we reserve that right. Anyway, uh, that's John McMullen. I'm Ed Kratz. Uh, follow us at EagleMaven.com and on Twitter at Kratzy and John at JF McMullen. Got it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.